0: That's
1: how we rolled him. They came for the beer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They came for their movies. Oh, 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 yeah. But Brad and Andrew aren't going to take it sitting down. Hot takes. Cold beer.
0: No prisoners.
1: This is the Brew and View Podcast. excited with all that fanfare in the beginning. Yes. Yeah. Uh So, we're back. It's true. We made it through Halloween. I'll uh I'll treat's no tricks. Halloween. holla Uh yeah, it was uh yeah, it's kind of a
0: bummer Halloween up here. It's it was miserable. Raining and it's... Blowing and yeah, just kind of a nasty dark, dark, di- dark stormy night. I mean, I guess it's good. It's, yeah, it's not good for kids, e- right? Yeah.
1: What are you supposed to be, Spider Man with a jacket? <laughs> Although Homecoming, he did wear a jacket. He did. So, how good are you? <coughs> how good are you at dressing up, kid? <laughs> <laughs> um. Mm. Uh, excuse me, someone down the wrong hole, mm. which is mm. the beer that I'm drinking. All right. What, uh, who who makes that? Oh, well, this
0: is Dogfish Head. And it is called the Slightly Mighty Locale IPA.
1: Ooh, I've heard of this.
0: Yeah, so, uh, they've thrown their hat into the Mick Ultra game. And you hate to see it. Well, I mean, but. I don't. I don't think I've seen a low cal IPA. I think all most IPAs come in like right around like three hundred calories or something like that, um, and more. I'm sure. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we, uh, yeah they they tried it and it four uh, percent alcohol. Um, let me look and see if they put an IBU on this. Da-da. Yeah, a thirty IBU. Uh, so it's a it's a session IPA, which mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so it it it's really light. Um, it's at first taste. I'm like, mm, don't like it that much. It kind of is like it tastes like a just a regular pale ale. Okay. Like maybe a just a little zestier pale ale. Um, but the more I drank it and the, as, as I finished it, it was um, it actually went down pretty good. It's it's it would seem to be a pretty pretty good summer beer. Um, okay. but I tell you what, if you want something light and kind of refreshing, uh Natterdays. Yes. Okay. Is yeah. Is so good it's i i mean i reviewed that i don't know it was what the summer i reviewed that and yeah then, i mean it just blew up everyone's drinking it yes now. oh yeah um not that because of me but it's just like no it is okay um
1: uh but yeah like that it's such a good beer yeah it's, it really is i uh, so you turned me on to that um my buddy brennan was in town so we got a rack of those and we were kind of like, fuck, this is, it's like, it, it toes that weird line before, between like, God damn it, this is good. And this is great. This is good. It's yes. like, <laughs> I don't want to buy a natural light product necessarily. Um, but we were telling my buddy about it who, um, he actually doesn't live here anymore, but that's not important. Uh, we were telling my buddy about it, and he texted. We were like, "Just pick up a thirty case in Natterday; like you, you'll be fine. You're gonna like it." And he texted me later that night. He's like, "Fuck, this is good." <clears throat> <laughs> and it was like a defeated, like, "Fuck, You're you right. were right." <laughs> hey, yeah, it's a great beer. And I heard like- about it on this podcast, and they were raving about it, so I started drinking it. Yeah. And that's how these things start. Um, yeah, so like
0: I hate to say it. I mean dogfish head I mean maybe I don't know what the calorie count on on Natter Day is, but um, but as far as uh, taste and style, yeah I take I'd take the natterdays over this.
1: Well there's a, there's plenty of snobs out there who will drink the dogfish on name alone mm-hmm. for given the option. Um, but yeah, you can't sleep on Natterdays. It is a, it's just so good, and I, thinking about that now, it makes me want it to get warm again over here. Yeah, just so I can crush Natterdays
0: and be yeah, my I'm best look, self. I'm. I gave. I look back. I gave it a three point five, and I think I was being, uh, dearest yeah or elitist because that's a 4
1: beer that's a 4.0 beer a beer purist yeah. oh enjoyment yeah you, you know you got to factor in enjoyment but um yeah i did see a down here actually not that it helps you they've also thrown their uh hat in the ring they have a, um not natterdays ring but they have a, a beer called hop 90 it's a 9 90 calorie ipa so, okay Yeah, you hate to see it. Well, but I mean, I could probably use a few less calories. Yeah, but it, I mean, same same. Fast. Yeah, let me let me backtrack. Same. Uh, however, you know, it's kind of it's kind of one of those things where it's like if you want to drink a beer, drink a beer. Yeah. I know. Don't like I know. I I don't know I'm I get it like there but there is that kind of there there's that kind of idea where it's like well you know neither of them are good for you don't settle yes so I get it yeah I get it. I I don't know <clears throat>
0: um well what are you having because you're you're drinking something <sighs> at the other end of the spectrum I think yes
1: I am so I am <clears throat> drinking a raspberry coffee break. Uh, Made by Port Orleans Brewing Company. It is a um, coffee stout made with French truck coffee, which is a local roastery down here that does excellent work. Um, And uh, they not dry hopped it, but essentially the same thing. But uh, instead of hops, raspberry it up. And uh, so it's got a nice uh, raspberry tartness up front and it washes away to, um, a, a nice roasty finish. And it's, um, even though it is very, uh, opaque, nice, dark stout looking guy here, um, it's, it's pretty light for a stout. Um, the idea being to, which I think makes perfect sense, uh, it doesn't get all that cold. Like, we had a couple cold days. It was 80 today. Hmm. Um, And that was on the heels of a couple days that got dipped into the 50s. Uh, so, you know, you don't want something that's heavy in the general public, I guess I should say. Um, they don't want something that's heavy and syrupy and, like, you know, I don't know, that has that full body. Mm-hmm. Um because we don't need the winter warmers as much.
0: Gotcha. Yeah.
1: So, um it's not a call for it. Right, exactly. Uh you, you know, we don't want you to uh, only be drinking this beer 3 days out of the year when it, you know, we hit freezing temperatures.
0: Right. That you might get this weekend a little
1: bit, huh? Uh yeah, I it's think so. It's um, dropped down a little. I don't think it's going to freeze, but it's going to be chilly. <laughs> uh, good, good weather to come by Port Orleans Brewing Company and, uh, spend some money in tippy bartenders. No big deal.
0: Very good. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, what did you, did you rate it? Cause I was looking at your check-in and I couldn't see. No, I, did, I,
1: I didn't want to rate it. I actually never rate the, um, in gotcha. beers that I check in at Port Orleans. Um, if I were to rate it, it'd probably be in the like three to five range. Um, right. I think the regular coffee break is better, but I had this crawler that I made for a friend and then I wasn't able to meet up with her. Um, and it's not going to be good for much longer. So I was like, I'm going to knock this out. Um, but the, the regular coffee break, that's like a four, four to five beer for me. Like, I think that beer is excellent. Doesn't, doesn't need the raspberry in my opinion. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I, um, I don't want to bring the, uh, numbers down and I also don't want to lie. So So, since I work there and I'm, I'm happily employed there and I like the things they do. I just think that there's better things out there. Uh, them. What is the uh, significance of your picture? Okay, so um, let's get into that real quick because there was a movie that I was going to watch that I did not, uh. yeah, that I did not watch um, because I had some uh, errands to take care of today. So if you go onto Untapped, there is a piece of metal. It looks like a piece of an Allen wrench. Okay, um, next to a quarter for scale. Hmm. Uh, that was in OT's uh, rear passenger side tire this morning. Ooh. Yeah. Huh. In it. Not sticking out of it. It went all the way in. Huh. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I got a text from her this morning. And she was like, I have flat tire um, can you, I was supposed to be off at 1130, so I was theoretically going to get to take care of this pretty early. Um, but then I ended up staying until about one, maybe 115, e- either way. Uh, so I was a little behind on that timetable and, uh, get, uh, ch yeah, get the um so we end up taking the uh tire off and taking it to Firestone. Um and uh he looks and he goes, Oh, I think I see something. Pulls out this like two and a half inch Allen Wrench looking piece of metal. Hmm. Not sure when that happened. Um so at about Eight o'clock last night i I ran some errands. I got home at about eight o'clock last night drove home fine parked it. Molly saw it at about seven fifteen this morning so hmm. i don't know it it happened sometime last night while I was driving but yeah well so yeah that was uh that was a whole thing um but it was all right uh we went to uh Nice little spot for some drinks and snacks while we waited for the tire to get patched. Cool. And uh, all's well that ends well, but I uh, had a movie I was hoping to talk about today that I will not be talking about. Um, So, yes, the significance is I wanted to share that with everyone. Gotcha. (laughs) There's a piece of metal. But tires here, uh, they have a short lifespan. I can imagine and uh, in two and a half years, this was the first flat that that um that we've encountered oh. so you know that is good counting our stars
0: yes, yeah i tires on job sites also have a oh life. i bet yeah,
1: yeah, I can only imagine probably similar situations too like <laughs> just the the stray allen wrench uh, yeah me i <laughs> I'd say, my, I mean,
0: it's, yeah, definitely possible. Yeah. But main, mainly... Nails, nails or screws? S- screws and nails, yeah. Uh, just uh, a, uh, what do you call it? Job hazard. Yeah. But, anywho. Um, well, that stinks.
1: Um eh. Yeah. But, you know what? Went out, had some good cocktails and uh, some Indian street food. Cool. very tasty so and i actually uh, yeah. ran in ran into my friend who's uh who i made this crawler for his wife and uh now i'm drinking it so <laughs> synergy synergy
0: um well that's good i went and played with legos tonight at a uh
1: that sounds amazing
0: at a library okay well i'm Leo into it. it but uh yeah, they have at the library, our local library, they have like once every two or three weeks, they'll have a, a kid night that they do different things. Like oh, they'll cool. do a uh, Minecraft like tournament type thing and then they'll do a Lego thing. And so, get some in the library. Yeah. Where, the, where they hide the books. Um, but yeah, so we went there. So, and that was fun. It's awesome. And what else did I do? Oh, I didn't talk. Uh, two weeks ago or Mm -hmm. I should have talked about last week but we got uh, we had a lot to talk about so I really didn't get into it Uh, I ended up doing that um, race that I talked about a couple months ago it's Mm -hmm. called the end of the road um, um, half marathon Um, it was uh, an old part of the Pennsylvania Turnpike where originally it was like a two-lane road so literally the end of the road nice yes uh it was like a two-lane road that went from um that was a turnpike and when they went to four lanes uh these two tunnels were too small they couldn't use these tunnels anymore because then they'd have to widen it out and it was a whole thing um so these these tunnels are abandoned and like they aren't used for anything other than you know people coming and spray painting and doing stuff uh, I sent you a picture that one picture of hail Satan yeah um, that was one of the, the cool tags that I saw I was happy to see that um, uh, there was uh, but it was it was super cool so they filmed a couple movies there at, at these places where you know, I mean, it looks desolate and like it was it's right when all the leaves are changing and all that stuff. And so you run through this, the first tunnel, which is like two miles long. It's all dark, but like you have your flashlight on, you're just looking at the walls and like every inch is just tagged just the whole entire length of this tunnel. And then you get to the other side and then you run it. And it's just like um, it's it, it's the weirdest race I've ever done, because usually when you do a race, there's people on the sides of the road cheering you on. All that stuff this is like you're there's no one it's just you and the other people running with you and it's just this old broken down road um and it was just so cool that's awesome uh, yeah uh and then we ran through another tunnel and then turned around raised we got it through the that tunnel was like three quarters of a mile long and then you came back and in the that tunnel you could actually see the end you could see the the light at the end of the tunnel you know whatever um but this the first one the 2 mile long like there was no light at the end of it you couldn't see it cuz i think they do it on like kind of a um like a hill like in the middle of peaks so like you have to run up to the peak of it in that way for drainage or something who knows drainage uh, drainage <laughs> All right. uh so yeah it was super cool um and just as as a movie tie in uh, that just that they, like a movie, uh, they filmed, uh, the road, some of the scenes from the road there. Mm, cool. Um, uh, just some cool, I'll, I'll send you a couple pics. I need to get back on Twitter maybe, and, uh, send some pictures on, put that on, uh, on the tweet or, Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, but other than that, that's about it. Went up to the cabin this weekend, relaxed a little bit, watched a couple of movies, and actually watched some football. I haven't watched some fo- football very often, very much this year. So, well,
1: that is good. I am glad. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a very quiet weekend as far as uh, football goes down here, so you know what can you yeah. do what can you do but real real bounce back uh LSU Alabama and Saints yeah. Falcons yeah the Saints Falcons me well the Falcons are a big rival ftf so people are just stoked it doesn't matter like if the, Fal- the Falcons could be um you know well, they're pretty much zero and eight. They're yeah one and <laughs> 1, one and seven, um, and people are still going to be amped because they don't. If it's a good game or the Saints kick the crap out of them, which probably won't happen, um, it's uh it's something that people look forward to. So, FTF, yeah. I'm excited, um, hm. and yeah, so. Good, good stuff we actually have another coffee break coming out it's a mocha vanilla coffee break cool yeah that'd be interesting yeah yeah I'm curious because um, we the last stout that we did with chocolate in it turned out excellent so I'm curious how the chocolate coffee stout will work good deal all right well
0: uh, speaking of movies you yep. want to get into a little bit of movies
1: let's us let's us let us Right. Um,
0: I, did you, you didn't, you didn't watch Midnight Meat Train, did you? I did not. Okay. I, I watched, uh, The Town That's Red Sundown with you. So why don't we do that second? Yeah, uh, for talk sure. About. <clears throat> so, uh, Midnight Meat Train. Yes. Uh, streaming on Amazon right now. Uh, where is my navigation skills lacking? That's where they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Midnight Meat Train, starring Bradley Cooper, uh, Vinny Jones. And that's pretty much it, I think. That's all. Oh, Rampage Jackson. Nice. Recognize him? He was had a little cameo in it. Uh, but this is. Uh, it was directed by Ruhi Kitamura. Uh, and you'd know him from a, a lot of creepy looking stuff. I don't think anything really <laughs> that you'd know. Uh, yeah, uh, he and uh, written by Clive Barker and Jeff Bueller. Uh, so yeah, Clive Barker from the mind of Clive Barker. Yes, and man, did it ever feel like it? It was weird 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 movie um so bradley cooper is this uh struggling photo not a photo journal like photo artist right and Mm -hmm. uh you know he's making his his living off of like crime scene photos and and stuff for the police but what his true passion is like you know uh catching the the human psyche or spirit and and he just hasn't had his big break. And finally he gets to get a couple pictures that can't get at his big break, but it's in the midst of this whole weird conspiracy. That's kind of, uh, he, that he finds out in the midst of his photo uh, of his research or, uh, whatever. So what he finds is this, there's this train, the last train in the evening that leaves people go on, they don't come off. Um, and, he and Vinny Jones is the bad guy, uh, and we you know him from he was ball ball to to Tony. To, uh, yeah. Um, that, I mean, that's probably his biggest role. Uh, he's oh, a yeah. guy Richie stalwart, yeah. Uh, uh, Brooke Shields, also weirdly in this, really. Sorry, yeah, that is weird. Uh,
1: not a name you no. hear
0: often these days. No. And she was fine. But this is uh from two thousand eight, so before Bradley Cooper She was blew, fine. Blew up and uh, uh it's not that good of a movie, but it's Damn. we weirdly um weirdly interesting, I guess. Like kept my attention. Um uh very very graphic imagery, some very visceral, just almost like Ugh. turn your face away from like uh there was a pliers and fingernail. Ugh. Um there was cutting off like lesions part. Um Vinny Jones is he his preferred use his preferred uh instrument is this like titanium looking mallet Mm. that is uh you can kind of see it on the on the poster and it is he's very effective with it (laughs) and so it, it it comes down to bradley cooper trying to his character trying to break this case and there's a descent into madness and there may or may not be some kind of demon showing up. <laughs> uh, it it gets pretty out there. Um, yeah, I can't really recommend this movie that much because I don't really know. I don't even know if you would like it.
1: Yeah, fair enough.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess it does have some, has some Hellraiser type feel to it. Yeah. I mean, since, you know, talking of, of Clyde Barker, um, so I don't know. I couldn't tell you if you'd like it. I just, I, I think I know your sensibilities. Um, I, I don't think, I definitely don't think you'd love this movie. Yeah. Uh,
1: it's lacking in a bunch of places. So, um, yeah. I mean, I definitely do feel like, um, uh, what is it? the uh other one hellraiser is kind of a perfect storm yeah where it it just there's a lot of weird stuff in there and there's a lot of either leaps in logic or like leaps in like what they ask you to know yeah um as a viewer and that seldom works like yeah. that that movie works because th- there's um an interesting like mythology at its core and and good special effects and a cool yeah. couple of cool characters as its centerpiece but even that like as as much as i like that movie um i don't think i think that's a movie that doesn't age great and i think that if you haven't seen it yet you probably wouldn't like it um yeah. so yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm unfortunately not surprised.
0: Yep. Uh, yeah. Clyde Barker is an at- acquired taste. I'm, i
1: willing to, I've read, I think, two
0: of his books.
1: I, those I really enjoy.
0: Yeah. Uh, but they can get out there too. I mean, oh, they, definitely. Um, he's just, he's got a, he's got an odd mind, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. So that's it. Uh, for the midnight meat train. Yeah,
1: uh, well, if you do want to shame.
0: dive into it, it's only an hour and, hour and thirty eight minutes, so ninety eight minutes worth of. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: mm. I forgot he did Candyman. Hmm. Yeah. What all about that? Um, he did he direct Candyman, or was it oh, just I, because I, I know he was. He was a writer on
0: Candyman, which, yeah, which doesn't he, feel that Clive Barker ish, right?
1: Yeah. Well, so he he um, wrote the original. It's a like based on a novella of his. Okay. Um, but I think that uh, it is one of those where not not quite to the level of The Shining, but they decided to. Um, use it as inspiration and kind of go in a different direction. Okay. Um, and, and use it as kind of like, I don't know if it was an allegory for like white flight or like, you know, the, the idea that the, the, the white hero has to save black poverty, um, in Cabrini green, but they decided to lean a little more on like a, a social angle. Yeah. Um, And actually, um, I I think I texted you and Devin about this, but I bought a book recently. Got it right here. Yeah, I bought a book recently called High Risers. um, Cabrini Green and the Fate of American Public Housing uh, that was recommended to me on a video that I watched about Candyman. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, they they definitely like veered away from what Clive Barker was was doing, um, at least to a certain degree. I haven't read the book that it's based on, but I've seen yeah. Candyman. I think it's times. it's called the Forbidden. Okay. It's a novella.
0: Yeah.
1: So, <laughs>
0: I yeah, I don't know if I'd be able to spend too much time rooting around in Clive Barker's head to do a deep dive into that. Yeah,
1: there's some really crazy like violent psychosexual things going on. Uh but um, I mean I've heard interviews with him mm-hmm. and he's like just super I think he just exercises it all in his artwork. Like, yeah. Cause he like writes, directs films, paints. Yeah, so he's that, so he's got his hand in everything. Yeah, he's he does not have idle hands, that's for sure. Yeah. Um but yeah I've never I've heard that like the great um clive barker's is it's like an epic novel like the great and secret show is supposed mm-hmm. to be fantastic and i've just never really like gotten up to plunging into that yeah well i am very curious so yeah well th- i mean that is a shame though because you always hope uh you know, especially uh, I think that this was. You said this was 2008, so yeah, before. Basically, before was it uh, the Hangover? Mm-hmm. Or, well, he w- or he was uh, in Wedding Crashers that Wedding Crashers kind of put him over the.
0: Well, the Hangover put him over over the top. top. Yeah, yeah,
1: like Stallone.
0: Yeah. Meet me halfway across the sky.
1: What is that pitch like? I've got an idea. This guy arm wrestles. Hear Mm -hmm. me out, though. He's a truck driver. Yeah. Okay. You don't know about the the
0: subculture of arm wrestling and truck driving?
1: Hold on. There's a kid. I got to see where this is going. Here's 30 million. (laughs) I mean, there's no way it costs that much. It's so bad. Sitting there working out in his truck with his is that it, it was, was his goal to just like get paid to work out well no he was he had this, <laughs> like he had this uh
0: workout thing in right his truck with his like arms he would go with, you know and that move where it just kind of wow shifted his
1: the budget was 25 million so I... <laughs> how in the world did it uh, how i mean it had to
0: be half that it had to go to salon yeah
1: it had it to... how is a great question why was i that close is another one um that it looks like it's cumulative worldwide gross was only 16 million which is still a lot for a movie about truck drivers arm wrestling <laughs> hmm. <laughs> so bad Stallone. Uh the last I've seen it a few times unfortunately but the last time I saw it was with um, at uh, Nola's tap room with the S- sound off <laughs> <laughs> Which is just I'm finding out A really fun way To watch anything Yeah Especially Smackdown
0: um, I'd, I'd like to do a list Sometime Of movies with the sound off And mm. movies that you can Just listen to mm. Because I've mm. I've uh, Okay I've listened to Quite a few movies With Just listening to them You know yeah. While I'm working and stuff Yeah I think some of them But they have to be you have to have seen them before, of
1: course. But you know, just I, I think
0: like Coen movies, Coen, Coen Brothers movies work pretty good.
1: Yeah, anything dialogue heavy, like
0: Tarantino and mm-hmm. Scorsese, would work pretty good because there's always fast dialogue. Yeah, um, you know, a movie like The Revenant would be hot, tough. Yeah, nah.
1: <laughs> that one though, I- a Quiet Place. I guess it goes one of two ways. Like, you could watch well, a, co- score. a Quiet Place with the sound off. And you could watch yes. The Revenant with the sound off.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you could watch. I bet you could watch um, uh, Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. With the sound Girl off. Walks
1: Home Alone at night. Oh, for sure. Immediately what I thought of when you mentioned that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. God, I want to see that again. I just want to see if it holds up in my... Like, I that thing up, yeah. Pretty high in my mind.
1: Movie as well, yeah. Yeah, um, that's an interesting list. That's an interesting list. Now, write that down because we also got. I've uh, got a few going for us now. We got the documentary subjects. Sound off. Okay, uh, "Girl Walks Home
0: Alone" Sound is only. streaming on. Uh, streaming on subs. Or, I'm sorry, streaming on Shutter. Nice. And I figured out what Hoopla is tonight. Speaking of, that's okay. why I was, talked about going to play with Legos, and I lost my train of thought, mm-hmm. um, was is that if you get a library card at certain uh, libraries, okay. you, you, you can, um, Hoopla is a part of that. <clears throat> so oh, you down man. you download the app and, and canopy is 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 that as well so like there's certain uh, libraries that do probably one or the other uh, so hoopla and can- canopy are streaming services services which you can get from the um from your library card basically and you know you download the app and then you can stream it Based on that. Now I think you can only do a couple a month, but you know, to supplement stuff that's, you know.
1: Things here and there while you're watching all, you know, your half dozen other streaming sites, yeah. yeah. It's not bad. Not too bad. You know what? Not too shabby. Not too oh, shabs. F- possibly my favorite Coranoism. You Not too what? shabby. Yeah. The accompanied or uh, um, behind the, uh, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Not too shabby. Not too shabby. And Anderson getting upset. No, it's very shabby. Very shabby. <laughs> oh, I love that show. Uh, so glad one of them is a friend of the program. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, did um, you listen?
0: Did you listen to that last episode? Uh, the, the, one, um, the yeah, p- Prowler.
1: Yes. <laughs> Bring back the Prowler, you cowards! <laughs> but that was a really good one. It was, yeah. And you know what? Like, there's. I'm at the point now where I don't think, even if I don't listen to it the week it comes out, I haven't missed an episode in a couple of years now. Yeah. And it's just funny when those one, there's ones that just every now and then stand out. Yep. Because it is kind of, it's it's just, I mean, it's it's the format that we all kind of use where just you get together and you kind of talk through the minutiae, mm. and just every now and then it, it just, it hits. It's gold, Jerry. Yeah. It's gold, Jerry.
0: Uh, keep talking. I'm going to grab a beer. All right. All right.
1: I got to say that, that reference of uh, It's Gold, Jerry. Uh, Seinfeld really, I think, had such a <laughs> profound <laughs> impact on my life. And I'm not going to say whether it's positive or negative, but the amount of, you know, it, it just normalized that like over processing of, of the minute things in life of just pouring over the minutiae of day-to-day. So, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing.
0: Not bad at all. Not too
1: shabby. You know what? Not too shabby. <sighs> all right.
0: Well, let's talk about the town.
1: The town that dreaded sundown. All right. Yeah. Let us... Wait, what the heck? I am BD. I am DB. That's what I'm looking for. I would describe myself as someone who has his act together. Oh, just a heads up, real quick, while a
0: Phil, that Criterion Channel. Ooh, okay. You can download the app and start a free trial on that. Mm. And I'm thinking there's probably some pretty significant s- stuff on that Criterion Channel, right?
1: Yeah. They just recently added some uh, Well, A Girl Walks
0: Home Alone at Night is streaming on
1: the Criter- Criterion channel. Yeah. they re- um, Silence of the Lambs was added not too long ago. Um, I want to say Night of the Living Dead and maybe a John Hughes movie. I don't know. Oh, God. What the hell is wrong with me? Um, I'm looking right now. That's why I'm babbling on, stalling for time. Okey-dokey. I can stall. <laughs> stall, stall, stall.
0: Um, so, I was... <clears throat> it's a movie that kind of caught my eye. Mm-hmm. I forget where I saw it. It was... Um, or someone had talked about it. Um, or I saw it just streaming on Amazon. It was a movie that was like, "Oh, that sounds interesting." Mm -hmm. And that was the town that dreads sundown. It's been a while, or it had been a while since I saw it. And last being last week being Halloween, I thought, "Well, let's both take the dive." Mm -hmm. So I signed it to you, and hopefully, you're now at the point where you can. There
1: are a weird amount (laughs) of Godzilla (sighs) movies. (laughs) <laughs> on the uh, Criterion channel on the Criterion collection <coughs> I don't know about the channel but I mean the the Criterion collection is supposed to be pretty like elite El- yes elite films <laughs> god damn it I'm trying to find the uh, those movies that I was talking about but you know we'll, we'll see yeah, that's probably not going to happen um, but anyways so, yeah, The Town the Dreaded Sundown uh, is from 1976. Uh, it takes place in 1946. And the first thing that I got to say is they used an interesting device. Um, so instead of either, you know, some text scrolling in the beginning, they're like, oh, you know, these there's bizarre murders in Texas with chainsaws, the uh, events you're about to see are true or, you know, based on a true story or, you know, anything of that nature. They actually set it up to say that, like, this is a dramatic reenacting of something that happened. Um, a full, like, narration and everything. They even have probably, like, five to... Ten minutes at most, uh, f- five minute probably more. More realistically, that prologue. Yep. We're like, hey, this is what was happening in 1946. The young men were coming home uh, from the Second World War, and they're, you know, doing doing things, doing Greatest Generation things.
0: Yeah, it's it, it's voiceover. It's like uh, they they actually say it in the the trivia. It's, they call it a semi documentary, so mm. it gets that feel. Of, like, a documentary style. Yeah. But then it kind of goes into just regular storytelling. Yeah. But then it jumps back to it every once in a while.
1: <laughs> yeah. Every now and then he's like, oh, by the way. Yes. And
0: it, like, I think that might have been added. I don't know if it was added after or they had planned to do it the whole time. But, like, maybe to fill in some of the gaps of the visual storytelling mm-hmm. that they kind of missed. Um, or maybe they plan to do it the whole time. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I, I do not know. Um, but it was interesting because it felt like a, um, it felt like a, a shot at, uh, I want to have my cake and eat it too type of situation. Uh, A little bit. Yeah. Um, but it's, uh. It's uh, about a um, masked killer um, who is, uh, you know, terrorizing this town after sundown. And and the first thing I want to say is I I think that there's an audience for this. And I think that there's people that really enjoy this movie. um, Because it's been, like... It's one of those that's been not preserved. The print that I watched it was terrible. Um Oh
0: really? Yeah.
1: The, oh that like, sucks. The one on Amazon? On Amazon, yeah.
0: Oh, I thought it was really good.
1: Oh, I, I thought like there were like a couple of like it seemed like there was a red line on the lens a couple like times. Like I just oh. felt like but i was
0: i was surprised how like well it was preserved like i was so, like i was kind of marveling at how it was shot
1: okay there so there is a chance that we did not watch the same thing we watched the same movie however right um so i, I searched the town that dreaded sundown and there's two two different ones that came up there was um one that was just like clearly a stock, like, title card. That's the one I watched. Really? Yeah, and it was like, perfect. Oh, I thought it looked terrible. I, like, yeah. didn't, I... It's one of those things where I don't, like, it, it's... If it's good, I don't notice it. But I thought it looked terrible. But, um... It, regardless, it, there's definitely an audience for this because it's had, like, several Blu-ray releases. So it's, like, been kept current and there's probably you know some people that really are are looking for this movie i guess um but i I just it was a it was a weird one for me i got Hmm. i don't want to say i didn't like it but i definitely didn't love it um there
0: Well I'm when you had, you said there's a uh audience for it it was me I okay. I really liked it now that, that's not to say that there were some glaring bad parts <laughs> in it like the very like the tonal shifts in mm-hmm. it were like really weird it went from like um it went from like slasher like early origins of slasher movie to yeah. Dukes of Hazard style police <laughs> bumbling yeah like i i didn't under quite understand that and i don't know yeah i don't know yeah uh,
1: i think in and i was kind of i mean i don't hate it and and i'll get more into that in a minute but like it did feel like there's the particular scene that i was like yeah i don't know about this was the trombone yeah yeah that was, I was a like, little out of I, I don't i don't know like what this was, is yeah anymore i yeah it it lost me as a viewer because <laughs> there was like you know you have the like um the over eager cop like dressing in drag and the other cop messing with him and like oh you know that's <laughs> what, what are we watching i mean um,
0: yeah i i get it i do get that um and maybe some... i i was just overlooking some of the, uh, that because like there well the trombone thing it's no odder than like having you know uh, making you know jason kill people in different ways you know what i mean like right
1: well and i think that that's the big difference here being that like the idea is that jason is supernatural and this is the thing that I I like what they did, um. It, but is uh, sorry. Um, the thing that I like that they did was the idea that this could be anybody versus a supernatural masked killer, mm. chasing someone down. So it is very like early. It's kind of proto slasher in the the idea of someone tormenting teenagers. Uh, while they're out in the woods having sex. But yeah. then there's a different angle that they kind of take with it being the killer, the whole killer walks among us idea. Hmm. And then you have the documentary narrative or documentary narration with the, like, I don't know, live action retelling, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so it felt like a hodgepodge of ideas which is you know not inherently bad and i don't think that it's bad but i I don't i just don't know i don't know where to stand on this like i didn't dislike it i but i also didn't feel like it was exceptional but I also feel like there's a lot to talk about and unpack. Right. So I I feel like probably how the filmmaker's made where there's just a lot of different things going on right now. Yeah.
0: Um and well, one thing I would say is that like you can see the origins of I mean you know it's it's hard not to compare it to Texas Chainsaw Massacre just because mm-hmm. of the opening narrative and the kind of um the the kind of disregard of life the the psychopathic killer and the time that it was it came out and yeah. like how you know uh you know we're we're in this world post manson era of you know uh needless death yeah. you know and how do we explain it we can't you know and uh, but i also think it has um it's like you could see carpenter watching this movie and basing yeah this movie the, predates halloween and it the figure like you can't help but look at the phantom killer mm-hmm. and look at the figure and see the similarities you know yeah. um and i'm not saying this is better or this you know this is anything like that but like you can see like the the point of view um uh shots you mm-hmm. know the heavy breathing you know the breathing inside the mask whether yeah. um the the kind of you know the killer when he's chasing the victim he's very he's rarely running he's always walking um you know uh, the the People doing just idiotic things to try to get away. Yeah. You know, it's it, it has all the earmarks of like just the, you know, it's the um, what is that? The, it's the Lucy. You know the 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 uh, the first uh, or the or you know what I mean when I say Lucy, the uh, the skeleton found yeah. in Africa. It's the Lucy f- for the the modern horror or slasher movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you can, you can carbon date this back to, you know, them back to this time or the DNA is all over it.
1: Absolutely. I agree a hundred percent. The other thing too, is like the, uh, and we're, we're talking about like Jason, for example, obviously like there's so many different ways, like between like machetes and, and, Stranger things like uh, him bashing someone to death while they're in a sleeping bag. Uh, but it just felt weird just knowing that this was like a person and not a supernatural entity that they were doing all these different like weird were, things. Yeah. So they were like cutting yeah. them up or using a, a, a trombone or, <laughs> or using a them. silence pistol or yeah. biting their... What does they say like biting their neck and breasts neck and or breasts. something yeah. yeah, so that's weird,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: um, Are you sure it's weird I don't know, I don't think that's too weird I don't know if it's a stranger, I feel like <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not smiled upon <laughs> um yeah, it just uh I don't know i'm I'm glad that it uh resonated with you because it really just never struck a chord with me and then um, but at the same time there's there's honestly like a, a strange allure to it uh because you know before i found a or before we discovered that this uh tire was flat because of a giant piece of metal um i rented the um, remake of the town that dreaded sundown yes so it it really it did pique my curiosity pique my interest and i kind of wanted to see uh because i do um and maybe this makes me not a purist but i did enjoy the texas chainsaw massacre remake i did enjoy the friday the 13th remake um I enjoyed Rob Zombie's Halloween movies, so I I was curious. Especially, it kind of fits in that time frame. I think, the time that dreaded. Yeah, well, 2014 is a little later than um, some of those, but kind of still in. I'm surprised. I this came and went. I never heard about this this uh, remake in 2014, but. Yeah, there, there's definitely an allure a to it that at least is, you know, possessing me to at least seek out more. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, he, the guy that directed the new one,
0: mm-hmm. uh, just he directed The Current War, which is just coming out now. The Current War. Oh, okay. And me, Earl, and the, and the Dying Girl. Oh, I remember when that came out. Yeah. Oh. Alfonso Gomez rion Nice, nice, nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, that's good that you rented it because I was gonna sign it to you. I had pre-cog. Just figured. out. No. and I'm gonna I'm gonna try to uh, watch it too because mm-hmm. uh, supposedly this is 65 years after mass serial killer Tyra's small town of Texarkana. Uh, the so, so-called moonlight murders begin again. So it's not oh, them retelling. So it's not a, a remake. Story. No, it is a sequel.
1: Oh, interesting. Well, I'm into that too. So, um, so maybe I ruined it for you. Sorry about that. <laughs> I, I think I would have figured it out quickly. I'm curious if they're gonna. Uh, it looks. I don't know. Just. It looks like maybe they're not going to keep with the pseudo documentary. Well, no,
0: well, yeah, we'll I guess we'll see. Yeah.
1: I like the um I like the look of the killer too. I I think that there's something Well, uh, yeah. well done about that. It's it's you know, it's a simplicity is the key to brilliance type of situation. Yeah. Um, yeah. but was the other thing uh, that I thought was was kind of fun. You never find out who it is, um, yep. but they do allude to several different characters like this could be him. So yep. I enjoy that. I, I appreciate that for for what it is. So, yeah, um, I'm not going to be the one to go out and recommend this to anybody. Um, but like I said, like there's clearly in in your enjoyment of it speaks to that. Uh there's clearly an audience for it cuz there's a lot of horror movies from this time period that never even make it to DVD, let alone have a couple Blu-ray prints. So. Yep. Yep. So uh
0: yeah, I would actually recommend it especially if you're into the slasher, you know, if you well, I don't know. No, you, that's
1: it, a you know, that's another thing as a as a fan of the the horror genre and the, the subgenre of slashers, like I'm I'm definitely glad that that's that's off my list now. Yeah. Of like things I've not seen. So. Yeah. I do feel like it was recommended in that um or not recommended. Um was covered in that book I read Going to Pieces is okay, About yeah. the uh, slasher movies, so yeah, yeah. I think you you almost have to reference this movie mm-hmm. in, in in telling that story. So. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a couple like because this is way more um, gory than something like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah 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 as far as the blood goes. as far as like actually showing it yeah yeah and that becomes a pretty like it becomes a big mainstay of actual slasher media is that they have the gross you know the gore Mm and and all that so yeah
0: uh yeah the one thing the sound mixing was bad in this yeah that um, that siren at the beginning, where they're coming out to the the <laughs> yeah. field or something. Oh, I know
1: goodness. exactly what you are talking about.
0: Jesus, yeah. And then the telephone rings, just loud as hell. Mm-hmm. But anywho, all right. Well, uh, well, yeah. I am glad. I am glad we got to talk talk about it. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And and like I said, that I I feel like that speaks to, um, just like. Ha- I don't know. While I'm saying don't I don't recommend it, I definitely think that me having to talk through it and and explain it there's something to be said for that. So. Yeah. I don't know. Um Anyways, let's uh you kind of alluded to it, so let's just get into some uh, some assignments.
0: Yeah. All right. Um All right. Uh so we're you're heading off to Vegas. For I am. a week. So we're going to skip next week. Yes. And uh, which means we're going to assign two. And one is going to be The Town That's Dreaded Sundown from 2014. Mm-hmm. Uh, since you rented it, I'll let you allow you to watch it for next week. Thank you. And uh, the next one is Hail Satan that is streaming on Hulu. Hail Satan. Um, and I really like this movie a lot. A lot. Uh, i hope i'm not overselling it but it it puts a new uh a really good spin on something that is so near and dear to my heart um uh well yeah first amendment (laughs) free speech free speech and separation of church and state
1: hell yeah so so, uh yeah i like those things
0: yeah, it's, uh, it's really good. Um, and if you don't come out of this movie thinking believing that you're a Satanist, huh. then there's something wrong with you. So,
1: Free speech is good and all, but I wish someone would pay me for these goddamn podcasts. I know. All right. Um, no, I'm uh, excited. I, I don't think, especially given the subject matter, I don't think that it's something that you could oversell for me. Um, so... I am into it and uh the town that dreaded Sundown, like I said, I already even rented it. So uh, Yeah, yeah. That that works out nicely for us. Uh for you. Yep. It's it's uh not streaming unless you have, you know, uh good connections inside the industry. Yeah, um, inside
0: uh, the Dallas Fort Worth area. Yeah,
1: exactly that. Exactly that. So, um from this year, um we talked about it last week, three from hell. Mm-hmm. The Rob Zombie um, finale question mark to Mm. who knows who knows to his um his story that he started telling with the uh, house of a thousand corpses um Uh, i'm gonna try and watch that one as well i know that uh i i can't give you a guarantee but fuck am i curious about this one so yep um might might make some time for that try and make some time for that Uh, and then also streaming on Netflix, it's actually a Netflix original, uh, Mm -hmm. is in the tall grass from Mm -hmm. this year as well, 2019. Netflix original question mark?
0: Because it's Stephen King. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. So it's, I think, based on a short story. Yeah. Uh, from Stephen King. So, yep. It was one of those things that popped up on your, uh, Netflix homepage for one for a week
1: or maybe three days. Yeah, you're like, oh, what's this? And then then you try to find it again and you can't find it. Mm-hmm. It's got Patrick Wilson in it, and mm-hmm. uh, you know he's a, he's he's good at what he does. I don't yeah. I don't necessarily. I can't think of a lot of movies that he's in that I um am so over that, the He's moon never a about. really likable character. Yeah, that's true. Um, like hard
0: candy. Oh God, likable. Yeah, no. But that's... he's great in it. Yeah. Um, but like I always like as much as. Uh, oh, there was that movie where he was the limo driver. Oh fuck, what was that called? I like that movie a lot. Now um, oh, look, I yeah. Um, Oh, mm, I'll, I'll think of it. But uh, he, as Night Owl yeah uh, he wasn't very good or er, i mean he wasn't like a real likable guy um uh oh I, and the conjuring he was likable he was ed warren he was uh,
1: a likable grifter yeah um oh shit what i honestly I... always forget that he's night owl like he just doesn't like because i see his face and he just doesn't read as superhero to me. <laughs> yeah. Which I don't, I don't know. That's kind of I guess an unfair knock because there's no reason that he can't be, but like he stands out to me for like the Conjuring series probably because he's unmasked the whole time in that, um. And it's less of an on- ensemble cast, uh. So, um. Stretch. Is the
0: movie I was thinking of.
1: Strange. Um he's a limited
0: driver where it's one of those movies where like a bad day just gets worse. Mm. And it's like the you know, like a movie like Go or uh, <laughs> the tagline's
1: great shift happens. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh so yeah. Yeah.
0: I like Patrick Wilson so we'll see. Uh yeah, see yeah, I like him too. See if he's good in enough the, in the tall grass. Yeah, all right. I'm into um, it. A couple things I might try to see. What was I gonna do? Oh, Dolomite is my name. I'm gonna try to watch that. That yeah, that's on, I'm on Netflix. List as well. Uh, um. Oh, some of the st- something I did watch this week. Um, yes. That uh, actually uh, Fredo recommended um let me see if it's streaming anywhere it's called strange but true I, it is streaming somewhere but for some people maybe not ooh. um oh my strange but true is I'm sorry not streaming sorry everybody uh but um so I don't know if I like this movie or not. It's hard to say. There's really good parts of it and really bad parts of it. Um I the acting was really good, but some of the story was just very nicely packed. It was too nicely packaged mm. in certain spots. Uh told some some parts were told in flashbacks. It's it's kind of a it's kind of a, a mystery thriller type of thing where you're wondering what's going to happen, and most of it isn't a mystery thriller until it becomes one. Um, I know I'm kind of dancing around everything because it's if you want to watch this movie, I you're better off not knowing anything, um, and that's not like me copping out.
1: Uh, no, that definitely there, there, there's there's certain movies
0: like. You have no idea. Like, I went into this movie knowing nothing. And uh, it was better to me to have it played out. Um, I gave it a six, um, mainly for the acting. The acting was pretty good. Uh, And the story, though good at times, became pretty contrived towards the end. And really, uh, when I say contrived, I mean, like, wrapped up in a nice little... You know, like th- taking leaps that you shouldn't do. I don't know. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, yeah, not not terrible, but not not the best. Thank you, Fredo, for allowing me to talk about it. Uh, anyways, and there's a a new Netflix, and you know. When I say new Netflix, I mean, fuck. When you go on Netflix, there is so
1: much new content they're putting out. I don't know where it's coming from. I mean, it's so much new I, stuff. I mean, they're just buying it up, right? Like, I, other than something like... I think there's probably stuff they're financing. I think El Camino seems like something that like might not have gotten made if Netflix didn't approach Vince Gilligan. Right. But I could be totally off base on that also, honestly which seems highly likely as well. But But,
0: yeah. And, and they're like some of their, you know, whether it's uh, orange, new black or stranger things, Mm -hmm. you know, but who, who the fuck knows? Um, anyways, you try to find like new stuff or like whatever, but there's a, there's a thing called daybreak. Uh, and it's a TV show. I watched the first two episodes of it. It's weird. It's post-apocalyptic, like high school, something and it's <laughs> kind of quirky it's kind of funny it's got shades of Shaun of the Dead shades it's like Shaun of the Dead meets Ferris Bueller's Day Off okay i'm a big fan of both those movies but not done <laughs> a, as good as you know what i mean those both of those movies are you know classic movies i right it it, it that's it's good but not that good it's okay so okay. I watched the first two episodes and I don't know if I'll watch more, but I like the premise and it was fine. And the lead lead characters, all right. He's all right. It's a cool dude. Uh right. the town midnight me train in the tall grass and three from hell.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh not next week, two weeks mm-hmm. from now. We're going to be talking Hail Satan, The Town That Dreaded Sundown, Three from Hell, and In the Tall Grass. So, uh, if you want to watch any and all of those, uh, Hail Satan's on Hulu, Town That Dreaded Sundown. I rented it on Amazon Prime. Um, I don't think it's streaming anywhere. Three from Hell, same deal. Uh, You can rent it on Amazon Prime, I think. Um, Yes. Or if you know the right people, good things will happen. But In the Tall Grass... Streaming on Netflix. So, Hail yeah. Satan and In the Tall Grass. Easy to find. Um, the other two, at your discretion. Good. I would recommend listening to uh, the following week's episode and uh, yeah. we'll talk about it there. So. Sure. Yeah. Why not?
0: Uh, you know what? What's that? Not too shabby. <laughs>